<laughs> That's awesome. Wow. That's go like, big or go home, right? That's cast, better than like bar mitzvah quality. Cast away. All right, cast one Game of Thrones character with someone you went to camp with. Oh, okay. That's a great. <laughs> that's great. Hodor would obviously be the, the giant, quiet kid who knew about crack rack when we were in <laughs> Alamein. And welcome to a very special episode of the Friday Night Movie Podcast. Joined here by my two sisters, as well as a special guest. Before we get to the special guest, Lily, how are you? I'm good. I was hanging out with you last week, and I'm hanging out with mom and dad in Philadelphia um, with Ari at their apartment. Um, And, you know, there's a lot of shenanigans. A lot of shenanigans. Becky, how are you? I'm a little bit over all of the harassing messages you were sending me, letting me know that you're ready to start recording and we're on and we're ready and we're like, I'm aware. I obviously have other things going on today. <laughs> cool your jets. I'm here. I like to keep you on an, like a one minute update. Yeah. You know, like you know, every you know, minute. You know what I'm How many wait, minutes late we are. But, but one of my best things I figured out how to do was this. Becky, how's it going? (laughs) (laughs) I muted her. (laughs) It is quite the technological advancement. I'm Larry. Muted me. Oh my god. Now let's get get to our guest. One of the original members of the family, the who first joined us in the great one of our most downloaded episodes ever, the Muppet Babies episode. The Muppet Babies. We are joined by our uh, the fourth sibling, Alone Welcome. Hello, thank you for having me. Alon, were you secretly like promoting that episode that it has the most downloads? <laughs> like, were you pushing it? Like, yeah. Well, everyone word of mouth. I went up to people on the street and just yelled "Muppet Babies." And I figured on like the subway, you were probably yeah. like ranting about it or something. Yeah, I was selling CDs. <laughs> <laughs> so the last time we had you on, we were in the in your bathroom in your apartment. <laughs> that is true. When he and that was a quick special appearance. It was. That was the second time. That was, he was very on, stressful. Right? That was an intense episode how have you been since mostly in that bathroom (laughs) it's a great place for me it's where my happiest moments are (laughs) so we what you know when you were here on that episode last time we talked about game of thrones that was uh, uh, we also talked about outlander but outlander hasn't had a big milestone the way game of thrones has game of thrones just ended and uh, we just did our Game of Thrones finale episode last week, but I think people still have stuff they want to get off their chest. And so, I, just quickly before we get into the show, what's your what's your general reaction to the finale? How do you, how did you feel about where everything ended up? I felt like the finale was so kind of culturally couched in everyone's online discussion of how disappointing or didn't live up to certain kind of models of of male or female leadership they were hoping for. It was hard to kind of perceive it as an artifact without thinking about all those things. Uh, I I think that generally I found it very satisfying entertainment. I I felt like there were some 
wonderfully ridiculous holes in it, which I don't know if I should get into now. Yeah, or we can we can spoiler well, alert. Bring, bring, bring spoiler, a couple we, holes. We love a few bring holes because we liked it. I would say generally yeah. this. Generally, the, we all like the Friday Night Night movie editorial board says thumbs up on the finale of Game of Thrones, and we can accept it with all of the holes because I would argue there were holes all along in this show. So if you like this show, yeah, and you accepted some of the ridiculous things that happened before, you have to be okay with the end. Yeah, I, I agree. The The whole that recurred for me throughout the season was the very uh, lax approach to uh, prisoner visitations. I don't think this would <laughs> exist in any other society where you just go up to the guard. You say, I want to go in. They let you in. They give you like an hour for making a plot, an hour for freeing the prisoner, <laughs> and then never knock. <laughs> and then the prisoners then later uh, are the ones who are deemed uh, most reliable to uh, give uh, political advice for who should leave. <laughs> so, so that that <laughs> I think that sums up a lot of the show. Another thing uh, we're going to talk about today that we're going to premiere, and I'm going to show it on the screen for the viewers at home. And you've seen the message on Instagram already. But the Friday Night Movie Home Game. And what do you mean you're going to show it on the screen for the viewers at home? I'm joking. What does that mean? It's a joke. Oh. It's a joke. Oh, oh to us? Like, we can't even see it because it's blurry. You oh. have to put it right in front of your face. No, you have to put it right in front of your face. It's like the only depth that works. What is this camera? <laughs> it's Skype's new feature so that when people have video calls they don't have to worry about like their crap in the background being on the picture i mean you can still see all of my crap and all of shy's crap it's just a bit blurry, just but blurry. It's very it's annoying messier. yeah it so, makes you assume that it's all like so explicit the friday night movie home exactly game. The friday night movie home game is a card game that we created that of which we have a few prototypes we'll be bringing them with us to all-star comic-con we'll be giving maybe one or two away as well and the way it works is there are two types of cards. There is an activity card or a bit card because each of those cards represents a bit. Is that, that like a Bitcoin? Not a Bitcoin. Although maybe winners can, maybe we will only accept Bitcoin in if purchasing these, to purchase these. So a bit card has a bit from the show on it. If it is a bit card that requires a topic, then you pull a card from the topic pile for which there are... Um, uh, I would say 30 or so topics that are regular topics on the Friday Night Movie Show, but in the long term, we'll we'll invent expansion packs as well with new topics. But the great we're thing we're already about making expansion packs. The great thing about this game is that you can just use the bit cards to help you know guide a discussion. And in every game, you always have a host who is the person delivering the cards. You can rotate that job as well, and that person has to do a little bit of hosting in their process of a bit. So I'm going to I have I'm going to show the cards you can hear me shuffle wow. the cards i genuinely feel like if we sold this game on amazon it would be like huge so maybe we should so look i feel I, like we should do like a kickstarter for this game i already said i already said you're only accepting bitcoin so unfortunately <laughs> it's not gonna work out as a business so, so here we go i'm shuffling the cards and oh my god guys it's our first real sound effect that wasn't really <laughs> that, that was fully work and I'm going to pull a bit fun. card, but I'm going to apply the bit card to Game of Thrones as our topic since since Alan, uh, we were on that subject. And here we have we have a top three card. So as the host, I will say, Alon, name your top three characters from the overall 
core cast from the from the main characters. So a Stark, a Targaryen, um, not not so uh, you know one of the core one of the key side characters, maybe a Lannister. Mm-hmm. But like you, so can't, you can't say Stannis Baratheon. I yeah, exactly. Everybody. Yeah. Shai does not want anyone to talk about the Baratheon. Anyone who was alive before the Red Wedding is. Or like not alive. Wait, no status. Not alive. Anyone who died, <laughs> you know what I mean. Died by the Red Wedding. No, not no, allowed just, to be. They have to be a character to which significant yeah. time was devoted to their arc. Stannis Baratheon is actually okay. He had I'm like just, five seasons. Yeah, he was around. I'm just talking about like like Melvin Bolton. You know, like there's always some nerd on the internet who's like, there wasn't enough about Catelyn Stark's third nephew. <laughs> so, anyways, yeah. your top three characters from all of Game of Thrones. It's it's hard because so few of them are. Is it though? Really? I don't think it's oh. that hard. Okay, I want you guys to go first. <laughs> All right, Becky, <laughs> Be- Becky, you go first. Um, so my, top, go my top three characters: Arya, Jamie, and Tyrion. Arya, Brienne. Oh, wait, oh wait, okay, you both said them at the same time. <laughs> Sansa, Arya, Brienne. Lily. Arya, Jamie, Tyrion. I'm gonna go Sansa, Tyrion. Arya, and I would have liked to have seen a, Tons, a Sansa Tyrion sort of team up at the end. That would have been an alternative happy ending for me. <laughs> they hinted at that. Would be the two of them sort of teaming up. I saw an interview with uh, Peter Dinklage where he was like, he's supposed to be the smartest man in the world, but he brings everyone into the crypts when he knows that the army of the dead raises the dead. <laughs> 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 that's, so, that's hilarious. Uh, so your top three characters. So okay, so obviously Arya is a, is a top three character, uh, and then I would also I, I like I like Sir Davos because I feel like he's kind of a um, he's a little bit of a stand-in for the audience, kind of like bemused by the goings on and easy to root for as kind of like a, 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 a zero percent evil avuncular figure. Plus he's got he's the he's, audience avatar. Exactly, as a, a term I've learned recently by, yes. from Mike Roberts. From the great Mike Roberts. Okay. Yes, he's an audience audience avatar, just going along with his with his pretty solid beard, and uh, God, I don't know. I, I I guess I would also I, I like uh, uh, the Hound. He was a great. The character. Hound is a great character. Yeah. That is very true. Yeah. The, the Hound is clearly a character to me that only survived because he was people's favorite. Yeah, that was when the right. Hound, when the Hound survived. To me, that was actually I love the Hound, but that was a moment when the show was selling out. When the, when, Wait, when during the the battle when she of Winterfell. Leaves him to die? When no, when he whenever he survived, when Arya leaves him oh, like right. all pussy yeah. pussy in the woods. Yeah. He, and then the he, and then Dadwood. Ian McShane takes care of him for like yeah. a hot and second. Then, and that yeah. guy dies for five seconds. Yeah. Yeah, five, eight, 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 but if eight, I had eight. five, I'd have the hounded brand on there. Okay, that that's fair. Okay, now I'm gonna pull another card, a bit card. So this is a Rex RX. Okay, so Rex RX. I don't know if you've played that game yet. And the topic is going to be aliens. Okay, and Rex RX is you you develop a situation in life, maybe a sick day at home, or um, uh, you know um, uh, an acute attack of lactose intolerance, and you mm-hmm. recommend either a show or movie to help. So then I don't think you can put. No offense, we've never played the game before, so this is the first time. Um, I don't. Hold on, I'm, the cards. I'm hosting. He's in the middle of hosting. I don't see how you're going to give the topic of an- oh, oh, I get what you mean. Sorry, I didn't understand. What you mean. Why don't you let him this finish explaining and then so see if you get what he means? I, this is tell me if I got it right. So it's if you have lactose intolerance, this is your dire referral. <laughs> <laughs> 
I was gonna say not everything has to be a pun. But that but, but, has so, to be a pun. So so Rex RX is you essentially have to make a. Um, a, uh, a, a prescription for a situation. So the theme is going to be aliens, okay? And so I, my, my scenario is aliens arrive on this planet. Um, oh, maybe it's a, alien movies, right? That's I, what I, was I just have the topic aliens. I can. I'm the host. I can do what I want with it. So aliens okay, have arrived. Power. Too much power. <laughs> aliens you have arrived. This is a great oh, argument for you to buy it. In the heart. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't work. Aliens have arrived on this planet. And you would like to show that we are a tolerant people. Which <laughs> which representation, human representation of aliens, do you think would show these aliens that we are 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 willing to like accept them and understand them? So okay, so it's in like the in human imagination we see aliens as sympathetic creatures, therefore showing that we can extend our sympathies to this new species that come before we put them in camps and murder them? <laughs> so this new species, well, maybe this new species is going to do the same thing to us, yeah. and we want to show them, look, we're not anti-alien. Look at this movie we made about aliens. It shows we're some... We, I can't we're think of a single movie where we don't Conehead. try and kill the aliens. Coneheads, aren't they? Uh, Coneheads <laughs> is a good one. All right. <laughs> See, I know what I'm doing as the host. <laughs> All right, you, um, Becky, do you have an alien, a movie alien? No, I'm literally, I can't think of a movie where we don't kill all the aliens. Isn't isn't Arrival? Arrival. No, because, oh, no, because they Arrival. blow up and kill the aliens at the end. They yeah. actually kill the aliens. Which is the most Jodie Foster where she... Contact, contact. Where the aliens are just her dad. Yeah, the aliens are her dad or like a wet dream or something. <laughs> that's 100% accurate. That's what the description <laughs> of that movie is. Yeah. Maybe like... Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh yeah, huh? they're that, aliens and they like protect the galaxy. That's a pretty Maybe. good one. You're right. That's, that's a, pretty that's good. A, see, that's really expanding the mind of of how you talk about aliens. I, I think if you really wanted to show tolerance to aliens, you got to go actually old school and go with Star Trek: The Next Generation. Oh, of course, because that was the whole message yeah, of the one. show. The whole message of the show is that we are not on this world alone. I mean, this universe what, alone. What about Howard the Duck? Howard the Duck no. shows, shows that that iconic American actresses are willing to have sex with aliens okay. <laughs> because yes. that's the last scene no. of that movie is her like having <laughs> sex with the dog. This movie should not exist. <laughs> movie is an abomination. That movie is an abomination. All right, we will play one George more. George Lucas's best work. <laughs> we will play. <laughs> we will play one more round. Oh uh, no, I'm. Uh, yeah, okay. We'll play one more round, and this is End Game. Okay, and End Game just goes on its own. And Endgame doesn't need a topic. And it is in the like theme Avengers of Game of... Well, we called it Endgame because it's when something has ended, a movie, a show, a series, something, and you have just been, well, in this case, we'll say profoundly disappointed by the end, which, mm -hmm. was, the, which was the worst of all time. Uh, or, or one that you really did How would like. you change it? Like, though? for me, yeah. an obvious one, and I'm going to take this one oh, off the table. Oh, God, The Last Jedi. We know. No, no. I was going to say How I Met Your Mother is the all-time worst ending of a TV oh, show God. Yes, but that also means you had to have watched the whole show, which is also a punishment <laughs> okay. on its own. So there you go. So How I Met Your Mother, to me, is the all-time worst ending of a show. Do you guys have an ending of a movie you hate or an ending of a show that you don't like? Like, if you were warning someone not to start a show right now because, whoa. Lost. Oh, my God. That ending is such a pile of poo, and that's a lot of years invested. You know, I would have just changed it that the ending made remote sense, and they ended it five years before. <laughs> <laughs> or they ended it after that first season. I don't know. 
I was profoundly dis- disappointed. Did you guys watch Catastrophe? I know that's what I brought up. Oh, I'm, yeah. not, I'm not done yet. I'm not I'm finished. Not happy. I'm not I watched Catastrophe, and I loved the end. Yeah. Uh, the, the, I found the ending. I had. I was ambivalent about it, even though I, I kind of did love it. But I. But it was. I, whatever. We shouldn't even talk about it. They, okay. they haven't seen it. Yet. No, you can no, but, talk about it, your reaction you, to it. Yeah, you were not. I, happy. I, I loved it. Ending? I thought it was. Well, I didn't realize it was the end when I saw the end of Catastrophe, and I was like. I think the show just ended, and yeah. I said, "Ah, oh, that's kind of a cool ending." All it was, right, it, it was in keeping with the theme of the show, but it was, it wasn't resolved. It wasn't resolved, and it was. I, I, I think, uh, you know, because of the type of show it was, it was, it was a fittingly kind of ambiguous and dark ending. But uh, it was kind of sadder than I was hoping it would be. <laughs> <laughs> I see. I, I interpreted it as actually kind of happy. Oh, so yeah. So. I, inter- I interpreted the ending of, of 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 catastrophe as like, oh, okay, so this is what's where we're going. Yeah. All so right. Then do watch it. <laughs> what about you, Beck? I'm. Tra- I feel like a lot of shows that have terrible endings, I've stopped watching before I get to the terrible ending. Like that's Dexter. Smart. Oh, that's smart. Like, like I phased out of Dexter, kind of thinking, you know what? Oh, that's This a show good is point. just. It's not going in a direction where I'm gonna be satisfied. I'm gonna stop here before it gets worse. That was really smart because Dexter's a show. Dexter's is a great example. That is a show that I loved, like was passionate about. Loved, I would love, uh, I would love to recommend that show to so many people that haven't seen it that like love crime and serial killer stuff. But literally, that last season is infuriating. And I, I mean, spoiler alert. Does anybody care if I ruin the ending? No. I, I don't. You've already. I've already had Lily actually because I never wanted to watch the show. So on my drives to work sometimes I'll just have Lily tell me whole seasons of Dexter so, over the like, phone. So there was, there was like. <laughs> so I, I know everything that happened. And and I can think of the exact moment I stopped watching and why. Thinking no matter what happens with this show from now on, I'm not gonna be happy with how it ends. And so in the in the show, Dexter's a serial killer and he has a, an adopted sister who he's raised with as his sister his entire life. It is his sister, and she goes to therapy. It's like. And four or five or something and all of a sudden in her therapist's office she's like oh my god I'm in love with my brother in like this incestuous love thing yeah. and when that happened I was like you know what I'm not watching the show anymore because no matter where it goes it I'm not going to like it, it and I stopped watching it and I think it continued to go downhill and yeah. had a terrible ending it did they didn't yeah. realize that incest was the wave of the future. <laughs> and, and, or they were so cutting edge. Yeah. They were so cutting edge. Yeah, George R. R. Martin really had to throw you just a few, like, a few more whiffs of incest just at the end of his season. Like, blech. Um, but, like, I wonder how uh, uh, the world would have reacted if Jon was like, oh, whatever, you're my aunt. Let's just hook up. <laughs> Well, that would have been in keeping with everything else. They, they managed to explain it in an offsides conversation where Varys is like, men from the north don't do that. <laughs> oh, yeah. right. But they don't ever truly explain why he isn't with her or if he even really loved her. That was very poorly handled, I thought. It, me too, because if he does, like, if they didn't grow up together and, like, in, in their society, in some other societies, in her society, it's acceptable. Then why couldn't he just get on? There board? was a lot of Tyrion, Tyrion and Varys, just like exposition in those last two episodes to make sure we understood what was going on and how things were. But yeah, but things were never really explained. But anyway, I, I still liked where it all ended up. Okay, um, and I'm gonna throw out one more here. Ooh, okay. This is good. This one is... I mean, we can't see it because around your face is blurry. You have to put it directly in front of your nose. Dream retcon. So a show or a movie 
or a series, and we can pick a How topic. How many bits did you make up? Oh my god, Becky, there's 18. Uh, this is not going to work. No, so, so a yeah, 20, dream retrospective, just oh, a situation yeah. where, like, you would change something in a story of a show or a movie. For example, if I could retcon the Muppet Babies, what does I... retcon mean? Retroactively change the continuity. Continuity. Retroactively change the continuity. Got it. I feel like it's from Whoa. Your... It's from comic books, right? Because they have to constantly justify what they're going to do in the next <laughs> issue. Well, that just yeah. goes to show how many comic books I read. <laughs> So, for example, I would retcon uh, Muppet Babies ever introducing Bean mm-hmm. the rabbit. Never, he never should have introduced. He never should have become part of the canon of the Muppets and Muppet so, Babies. Like, no ruined. Jar Jar Binks. Yeah, exactly. I would retcon out, saying I'd retcon out Jar Jar Binks from. Although he's getting a, he said there's some revisionist history now of sympathy because of how. Really? Yeah, of all the because of how terribly. Like the poor actor was treated, like, yeah. and like, and the character as it ruined bad as he his was, life. Yeah. yeah, ruined the guy's life. So now people are like, eh, Jar Jar wasn't so bad. Oh, really? It ruined his life. Yeah, or but you could, he, you could, you he could didn't. Also... Nobody knew who he was, right? Because he didn't. Somehow, I thought, Star Wars I thought they had him acted, and then they just CG'd it or something. But it was his voice. Anyways, so you could also retcon a story element. Like, Becky, you could say, I really wish Dexter never went the sibling route. Here's what I would have done instead. Anything but that. Okay, I need to, I mean, I need to think for a minute. You guys just don't walk around with lists of shows you would redo things in? I mean, one show that I was thinking of for the end game because we never even made it close was we we watched the early seasons of Homeland and then the second season I don't know if anybody remembers but uh, you know the first season was very tense and I think it was Mm -hmm. foisted upon us from many directions because it was based on an Israeli show so it's very good because it goes from Israel but it was actually very good and then uh, in the second season they made a variety of insane decisions like the main terrorist bad guy not only did he somehow sneak into the country undetected but was like living by himself in a warehouse outside of town and like personally killing people uh so i think i probably would have had them not do that and do more like ominous scenes where uh it, it seems really scary just because somebody's praying <laughs> that was like what, that was what a lot of the first season was <laughs> yeah that's I, a really good point that's a really good i would from a from a retcon standpoint I'm, i can't believe you guys don't walk around thinking like oh i really wish they didn't do this like for me i really wish uh i would go back and i would make sure that they never introduced the cia to sons of anarchy that, like, they wrote that entire part out of the show. I thought that the CIA element of that was absolutely insane. Does that have to be... It could be a movie, too. Okay, so I saw... I got to see Toy Story 4 at the rap party, like, a couple I, weeks I, I, ago. I don't think you can talk about Toy Story 4. No, I'm saying it's not out yet, so I can't talk about uh, what oh, I would... Oh, so why don't you just talk how cool... Like, let's just talk about for a second how cool you are. So I went you. to the Toy Story 4 rap party. I have to say, although... There's some choices I disagree with. It was so much fun. It was such a fun movie. It had so many fun elements. It's so incredibly well done. You're watching so it you're and, you're, and you're going. You're just dropping Toy Story 4 right now. So you're just, just like, you're I'm watching not... it and you're just going, Pixar is the best. They really are amazing. They're yeah, amazing. Like, I'm amazing. just on my own podcast right now. Yeah. I couldn't answer the question, so I came up with a better question. Okay. Classic sure. move. All right. Well, let's move then to, unless Lily, do you have one? Um, oof. I guess I only watch stuff that I like. 
So I, for example, I never would have had, I never would have had Andy and the redhead from Ellie Kemper. Is that who she was? Oh, yeah. Uh, I never would have had them break up. I would have kept Andy a sweet, nice character and kept their relationship going and not have her just fall in love with that, like, random teenager, that she, the intern teenager. Oh, from the end of the office. From the end of the office. Yeah. yeah. Like, I feel like I don't remember details enough like that. Okay. No, that's a good point. I remember, I w- yeah, that's something that I would change. So, for sure. So, I, I um, okay, so let's go Oh, wait, on oh, to, I thought of one. Oh, thought you thought of one. one. That's great. Redcon, I would not have them write Ehrlich out of Silicon Valley. I think he is uh, absolutely one of the funniest parts. I yeah, think it's fine. The show he had can, an yeah. issue. I, mean, I just I stopped the watching show the show. Without him, but I get the show can work out without him, but he is so funny. I actually so, would have right. shifted by, the show to be about stupid him. to write him out. They should have just worked yeah, out their difference. Yeah, but he had like some major like sexual harassment accusations. Oh, really? And, oh, he, yeah. And then, yeah, no, and then he got himself hey, well, fired from the show. Double Redcon. He got himself fired from the show because he spoke terribly about it publicly. Well, he, I, think, I think he might have thought he was going to be a big star for the Emoji movie. The Emoji movie is unwatchable, in case anyone's curious. Right. So, Please tell me it's as good as that Pokemon movie. Good. Well, Pikachu at least has like Deadpool stuff in it, right? Because it's, cause it's Ryan it's Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. That looks funny. It's apparently like your kid, uh, Tony, I think it's Tony, I don't know who, but the Tony from the Take Two podcast, he wrote to me and said, if you know Pokemon, it's really funny, but it was pretty funny, and I, I feel like it's like kids first noir, is one way to describe it. But anyways, Tony and his kids really liked it. The Emoji Movie is on my list of banned media. <laughs> I have like a, a Chinese government system of censorship where I don't even, I try not to let them know that certain movies exist. <laughs> oh my god, what else is on that list? Uh, Wait, Boss, Boss Baby and all its derivatives. <laughs> My kids watch the Boss Baby cartoon a lot. Um, Shai, but you've seen the Emoji movie, right? No, I haven't been able to sit through it. I feel like one of the characters. One of the characters. One of the characters is poop. Yeah, but Shai, you don't know how emojis work or what they are, so I feel like it would be. It's not Sir Patrick Stewart. that's a joke. Oh no, I don't know if he's. It is. He's he's the poop. Oh my God, that is amazing and terrible at the same time. I know, and I think we found the name of our episode. Patrick Stewart is the poop. As if we're trying to say he's like the shit. All right. Sense, but like All right. What have what have people been watching? Because I have some stuff, but you know I'm willing to let other people go first. I need to know if Alon has seen Shit's Creek because I can't stop. No, no, I, I've heard it's great, oh but I haven't seen it. Oh my god, you need a, especially like so growing good. up in Canada, partly, and oh, yes. like there's just because it's not it's not overtly Canadian, but there's just something about it that's like enough Canadian because they're Canadian, all the actors pretty much. Shit's Creek is I so good know. that I stopped so watching good. in the fourth season and just started rewatching it with Lily because like I'm afraid the only two seasons left after that and I don't want to run out, so I'm just rewatching I just, it. It's very rare that and I guess the Goldbergs has this. It's just so rare that there is a comedy that's truly funny with great actors but has heart. Do you know what I mean? Pa- like Park, it's just, Parks and Rec, the Goldbergs, Superstar. It's like a lip takes it a little bit further than just being funny. It's yeah. smart funny. Yeah, and, and Shit's Creek um, surprises you because it starts off and you're like, oh, this might be like stupid, a re- yeah. this might be like Arrested Development, and then it ends up actually being like more like Parks and Rec. And right. La- Lon's man, I, she's the one who convinced me. I highly I, recommend it. Actually, gang. I'm in the need of a little Rex RX. Go for it. Here's my predicament. 
I'm going through a dry spell. I just uh, finished binging a couple different things, and I'm out of content. My back is out, so I've been mostly at home taking it easy, and my husband's out of town, so I've got, like, nights to go crazy watching whatever I want, but I don't really feel inspired. Like, I go to Netflix. Catastrophe season four. Okay, so we're I'll do Catastrophe Season 4. So I'm gonna, I'll obviously start Shit's Creek. I'm going to throw one out there. I'm going to throw one out there. Um, Although I wonder if Vlad would like Shit's Creek, so maybe... There's no point in waiting for him. Uh, just forget it, yeah. yeah. He's not worth so it. I was looking for something else. Because I watch things like Veep and Barry and that stuff on HBO. We, like, catch up. But, like, we watch it together, so it'll be, like, on a Sunday. We'll, like, watch a couple episodes or something. But I you have three children. Do you have time to watch TV? I, no, I watch television. I, I watch. I, I don't watch as much as I'd like. You know, I don't spend enough time with my television. Uh, but I... I <laughs> don't I, have to have all those kids. I, I would recommend you may get, you may have already seen this. It's very short and easy to watch, and it's like you know been written up a lot of places. I think you should leave. Have you guys seen that? It's uh, a new sketch oh. comedy show on Netflix. It's by the Lonely Island guys, and then oh, oh. I yeah, 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 is that good? It's great. It's really I probably really funny. don't have it in Netflix in Spain, so I'll watch it here. Yeah, it's it's great, and the episodes are 16 minutes long. They're they're kind of uh, we've discovered that's a great time like, yeah. for a show. And it's just kind of the sketches are um, they're very absurdist. Some of them are very loose and kind of like hostile to their own premises. Some of them are more you know conventionally structured, but they're all really. It's like overall, it's extremely funny show, and the, and the main actor is this guy Tim Robinson, who's like a Chicago comedian who is just really good at being sad and desperate. It's and it has like. Because it's Lonely Island, like it has like Will Forte's in one of the sketches, and Vanessa Bear, and I think Andy Samberg is in one. Of, I haven't seen the one that he's in yet, but it's it's all very, uh, very good and very very easy to watch. That's awesome. Yeah, I, I um, my Rex RX for you, Beck, is I think that there there are four original shows on Amazon that are a little more crime oriented, a little more heisty, that I think are probably pretty underrated. But I'll start with Sneaky Pete, Giovanni Ribisi, uh, Cranston. He's a he's a guy who assumes someone identity, and there's all sorts of heisty stuff that happens. The first season of Sneaky Pete is like an easy entree into the Amazon drama crime shows but if you want something a little bit more cop noir i love bosch i think bosch with titus welliver is it's like it's like watching a gritty crime novel with dad yeah, i think you turned 40 yeah. early so back super accurate so candace martellaro the 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 woman who writes for fembot phd and wrote the vampire creek episode of stand against evil is doing an ask me anything right now on twitter so i thought we could ask her uh hopefully during we could ask her what 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 show you should watch and um i said what what shows should i give as examples of things you like you like friday night lights right what else do you like I mean, I feel like that's like saying you like puppies. I no, mean, but, but give me a few more. Friday Night, like Lights. Friday Night Lights, Queer Eye, Veep, Veep. Um. And I don't know. Game of Thrones and Great British Baking Show. I am all over the place, yeah. people. Okay, Game of Thrones, Great British Baking Show. Okay, so I'm gonna. I mean, basically, I'm... what I'm saying is, recommend anything. I'll probably watch it. Well, I, I, I don't have like a gutter palette. I feel like I'll watch absolutely any genre as long as it is quality storytelling. Except for like horror. Oh, I can't like do America, uh, American Horror Story. I can't do that. Um, 
Well, okay. So, are those good? Re- which which recommendation are you most likely to take, Beck, of the ones that you just got? Catastrophe. Well, here's the thing. I'm also like a very mood-based watcher, so it's like I don't know that I'm in the mood for it yet. That's been my problem. It's like, what am I in the mood for? Catastrophe is an emotional is an emotional investment. Yeah, it is an emotional investment. That's true. Yeah, um, the episodes are very short though, so you can get emotional yeah, quickly. Yeah, it is a very um, it's a very good. Alon, I have a recommendation for you, even though you didn't ask for one. Yeah, oh, I have one. Um, but I feel like because you you really met you got me back on that 15 minute show. Um, and I feel like you don't have that much time, so special, I feel like, is a great one if he wants to watch. Yeah, but do you feel like she's going to like it? Yeah, I think it's really funny. Mm, maybe. I'm not sure he's going to like it. So but it is. I have to watch and we'll find out. I love that, Beck. I love that you came with a Rexar X request. Wait, I missed so the whole recommendation because we, we got a crying baby over here. Do that's okay. Do you recommend crying well, baby? Alon, I have a crying baby over here, and I didn't go over to her. I'm just saying. <laughs> Alon has triple the amount of children that you have. I was thinking about that today when we were getting ready to pod and how tired I was taking care of Miri, and I'm like, oh, he has three of them. Oh, yeah. What is he doing? Three. Exactly. Two. So, uh... I'm one of the children. Uh, uh, one of the children just grabbed the mic. He's on the mic. What shows do you watch? What shows do you like, Ezra? I like, um... Uh, I don't know. Huh? I like movies. What movies do you like? Um, I like, um, well, one of the movies I like is maybe Minions. Okay. Minions is a big winner. What about the ones with the dogs that go to space? Oh, that one? Yeah. Oh, they're, they're coming out with a new pet's life. I like the first one. Oh, yeah, I like Secret Life of Pets. Um, the, Secret, yeah, yeah that one. Okay, Mom. Uh, I, I yeah, want to see the Pets Life. The Pets Life. turning into Mom, guys. Right. I'm just turning into Mom. Yeah. <laughs> so, Lily wants to see Pets Life, too, whatever that movie is. She's just making up titles for things. So, speaking of pets and animals, I watched last night with my kids. Hotel for Dogs, too. No, the original. Dog Show Dogs. Beverly Hills Show Dogs. I watched the original 1974 classic, Benji. 74? Yeah. 74. Oh, I'll be God. right back. No wonder. Yeah, my was... child is screeching terrifying sounds. <laughs> oh, okay. 1974. No wonder that movie's terrifying. So, A, the movie's terrifying. Like, half the movie, the way it's shot, seems like it might be a Manson family documentary and or... Oh, my God. Put Becky on mute. She doesn't remember to put herself on mute. <laughs> Oh boy, muted. Uh, muted. So it, it 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 kind of is filmed like a like a '70s horror film, the way the camera sh- the camera is shot, and 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 also 50% of the movies is just dogs running in slow motion with like disco tunes like playing in the background, and there's a really intense kidnapping plot, and at one point the bad guy Mitch kicks a dog, kicks Tiffany. Oh, I remember that. That is intense. So and you think that she's like dead. Yeah. There was a lot of it. So my kids cried through a lot of it, but at the end they said that th- it gave them a lot of feelings and they liked it. I don't think they're ever going to watch it again, but I'm really glad we uh, watched it together. Alon, have you showed your kids The Sandlot? No, <laughs> we have not watched The Sandlot. I feel like that's the only reason to have kids. It's just so you can so watch The Sandlot. We watched The, the Sandlot, but then we got to the barfing scene and my kids started to cry and we had to stop. It really upset them. And so when I showed them Benji, the thing that they asked me was... Is there any barfing in this movie? We don't want to see him. I said, guys, barfing is really funny. 
Barfing should be in all movies. The other animal-based thing I'm watching that's a throwback to our... The, the other thing, the other, the other, the other animal-based thing that I'm watching from our childhood, it, well, sort of from our childhood, is the Netflix series Watership Down, which is a this CGI just seems version. counterintuitive. Why would you want to watch a a show about one of the also most terrifying animal-related like Nazi allegories of all time? It's actually like a terrific. So first of all, the original animated movie is a masterpiece, and it, it's it's heavy. It's definitely intense. It's got some Art Garfunkel music playing in the background. the The new one is very very similar. It's it's really the same story. They just tease it out and give you more time with the characters, and they also strengthen the roles of a lot of the female characters. So I would say, even though it doesn't have the visual intensity of the original, it's actually like fantastic. Is it the same story? It's the same story. It's the same story with just more a little bit more layers uh but there's some dialogue and stuff that's exactly the same from the original one and the cast includes james mcavoy oh yeah john boyega as bigwig and the bad guy general runewort is played by is played by ben kingsley so it's very here's the thing becky mentioned mood watching you know like you kind of have to be in the right mood to see something my question to you is what mood are you ever in that you're like, oh, I just want to watch a Watership Down show? I, I have, I have to say, I, I really, 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 I just got in the mood and I started watching it, and and it has a really intense pace to it because, right, like the movie's an allegory for people escaping from a place that is dangerous to them and trying to find a home somewhere else, and there's a little bit of refugee metaphors in there, and there's some, uh, and there's different types of societies. In some ways, Lily, it reminded me of, of Walking Dead. I mean, I haven't watched a lot of Walking Dead, but the whole like how society treats you when you're on the move and what different I, I'm a huge fan of Walking Dead so I feel like if this is the closest you're going to get to watching that show then I approve yeah. do they have the full uh, Frith mythology it opens with the Frith mythology it's, it's actually oh, right. less like the, over the raw yeah, right? the, the, yeah all, it's actually yeah. done it's done quicker and less dramatic but they do do the whole Frith mythology at the beginning they, they in some ways a lot of things in this version make more sense than in the original movie the original now, movie has I, a, like grazes across things and this they explain a lot okay I wonder though when that original movie came out how many parents accidentally took their children to see it <laughs> Probably a lot. I think parents just took their kids to see movies like that in the 70s. They would just go up to the box office and be like, you got any dog-kicking movies? <laughs> <laughs> oh, simpler times. Now our children have to watch Trolls and Boss Babies. <laughs> so, so no Boss Babies. So, Beck, <laughs> so I don't know where Becky is, but Candace wrote back right away, and she said, so here's what she writes. She writes, um, Thank you. She says, if you have FX, watch the... What, and Becky would love this. This is so perfect. The What You Would Do in the Shadow... What We Would Do in the Shadows TV series. She says oh, it's right. really won her over and that she, I've been laughing out loud watching it. And I feel like... You know, for Becky saying that she doesn't have a type, Becky's the person who introduced us to What We Do in the Shadows. So, Candice, that was an amazing pull. Great job. You totally nailed something that Becky would love. And we think you are awesome. And we love Fembot PhD. And we will keep watching that. With that, I feel like we should wrap up. Any shout-outs? I just did my shout-out, Lily. 
Um, shouting out to Howie again this week, two weeks in a row, because he wore our T-shirt to go running our, our Friday Night Movie Friday T-shirt. Mo- our Friday Night Movie workout shirts that will be available and at? At uh, Comic-Con. At Tyson's Co- Corner, Virginia, on the 7th and 8th of... And 9th. 8th and 9th. Just kidding. Oh, in my head, I was like, oh, my God, I'm getting a chance to say it instead of shy, and then I screwed it up. The 8th and 9th of, um, I was about to say August. It is not. It's June. Will you all be there? What's wrong with my brain? All all three of us. All of us. All three of us will be there, as will Allie, as will the kids, as will my parents. And the Friday Night Movie Home Game will be there, which we'll be playing at the table and taping bits with people. We'll also have this and Friday Night Movie. And our amazing spi- workout shirts that apparently I got two thumbs up from Howie that he went running in and it, and we'll have those giveaways. The Friday Night Movie spinning. The Friday Night Movie spinning wheel will be there, which is another game that we have, and an incredible, incredible sculpture that my sister made. My sister had made uh. for me. <laughs> You got to show it to a launch. I haven't showed him yet because we came right down to tape. A 3D printed version of the pancake character. Wow. And and it's like on a stand and she hand painted it. it. So (laughs) this guy hand painted and it's like a it's like a bona fide awesome like comic book like those cool busts that you see so that that's that will be there with us Can I quickly just say what happened when I had it printed? Yeah sure go ahead. I go to I, I go to get it printed and um the person who does it has to like create the design in 3d but i showed him a picture of mr pancake but in the picture there's no legs so i just said can you just draw like two black pants and some shoes or whatever because i want it to be like standing on a pedestal um and he was like yeah sure no problem when i go to pick it up it's wearing a skirt (laughs) and i go what is this this is not what I ordered. And he's like, well, I figured, you know, it's better just put her in a skirt because it looked nicer. And I was like, put who? Just, it's a girl. This girl, this girl pancake. I was like, that's a boy. Is this and supposed I wanted to be shy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. That's yeah. me. That's Lily. That's Becky. I was going to ask that question because I do think that, is you the know, the head feminine? is very... The, the pancake, <laughs> I'd say, is, you know, between androgynous and masculine. The, the body... I would put in the same place, but I <laughs> now that I know, I can see that it's shy because he's wearing the shirt. Right so now. I, I'm wearing I the same it. outfit. I'm wearing the same outfit right now. <laughs> but I, I go to him. I was like, regardless if it was a boy or girl, I just asked for pants. Like I didn't ask you to improvise on the wardrobe of the 3D figurine that I wanted. It's like, look, she's and single. She's a pancake. I just exactly. want to give her a shot out there, you know. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty much what happened. So he, he redid it so now it looks the way I wanted it to look. With an enormous um, penis. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even like a gender thing. I was just like, I don't want it in a skirt. I want it in pants. Uh, all right, Alon, do you have a shout out? Uh, I, I'm going to reflexively shout it right back out to you. Uh, thank you for having me on again. And uh, I'm very excited for for the Comic-Con experience, and uh, also to Ezra, who came in briefly. Uh, <laughs> and, lifted weights. Lifted, he lifted weights and, and then, gave uh, his review of Minions. Eventually left. Yeah, I didn't know he loved Minions so much. I should really <laughs> let him watch that again. It's very violent, though. And um, with that, Becky is... Oh, Becky is back in time for shout-outs. You have to unmute her. Be- I unmuted myself. Becky, um, just so you know, Candace tweeted back the answer but we already read it so but she recommends she recommends what we do in the shadows so i feel like she the tv show oh 
my God, why didn't I think of that? That's perfect. So she, because you're the person of the three of us that got that show first. So I feel I like you thought that, that you thought that all that information about you was, you know, like too uh, general. She nailed she it. Under, she knows me. She understands me. Exactly. Wow. So that's pretty awesome. So, uh, Becky, shout outs, shout outs because we're wrapping up. I, uh, yeah. Becky, the other, just quickly, the, the movie that, the other movie he made that we love so much is, is it, um, Beasts of the Southern Wild? Yeah. That, that's the movie. Alon, I'm, Charlie's gonna have to text that to you or I'll text that to you. You've got to see that movie if you haven't. No, I haven't. Beasts of it. the Southern Wild. No, no, not Beasts of the Hunt for the Wilder People. Hunt for the Wilder People. Be, I knew oh, I was getting it wrong. It's a very different movie. Beasts of the Southern that's Wild, right? Lily, Lily, Lily is the fine. Oh, okay. We don't even have to have mom. Hunt we don't even have to have. People. We don't even have mom. Ge- we don't have to have mom guest on the show anymore. We can just I have Lily play her. Turning part. into her. Right. Hunt for the Wilder People. I knew you'd figure it out. Um, that that movie made by the same guy as what we do in the shadows Tycho, and like Thor he, Ragnarok yeah. and Thor Ragnarok he made yeah. but oh, that right. movie uh, Hunt, Hunt for the Wilder People is phenomenal is, it's actually pretty incredible Beck um, shout out shout out to at Janine G Wellness for uh, coming over this morning and providing some much needed wellness, uh, su- wellness and support so shout out to her and uh, to the babysitter who's dealing with my child right now. Oh, God. Sounds good. So All much right. crying. Uh, where can people follow you, Beck? At PaperBKPrincess on Twitter. Lily, where can people follow you? Chichi K. Gomez on Twitter. Do, do you don't want anyone they to find you. want to follow you. me, they can just find my minivan and hold on to the <laughs> undercarriage. <laughs> <laughs> and you can follow me at pancake for table You can follow all of us at Fry Night Movie on Twitter and Instagram. And come hang with us at All Star Comic Con. The music from What Does It Eat kicks in and we dance. Do you really have a minivan? Yeah. Is it a you? real one? You, you do? You it? No, no, that's ours. Oh, you bought it? I thought you guys <laughs> Where do you like, like, park a car? Where do you park? We were we, expensive we as buying from another apartment? old lady oh, in I our th- complex. I figured you were doing like the crazy like drive around New York and park, like move your car every few days. No, we couldn't do that. No, we actually rent a spot. It's like quote unquote reasonable. And the minivan has really it's really improved our lives. It's, 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 oh, it's, I would imagine. Yeah. I would just like Becky said, I wouldn't like if you had to buy another apartment to park it in. Yeah, there's no parking. We we <laughs> got a lucky space and we're just trying to hold on to this woman who I think goes to Florida all the time, so she doesn't use it. That's awesome. Yeah. Alright guys, we gotta go run. Okay. Love you. Great yeah, job everyone. So Great you. job. Bye. 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 This is great. You guys are, are monetizing your uh well, there's <laughs> relationship no, mon- so well. Monetize no is a very generous term for We've what we're doing. Mostly monetized <laughs> spending on it. Right. If you, by monetize, you mean spending a lot of our own money, then yes. <laughs> yeah, Becky. Justifying this with uh, spouses. Yeah. Or just not telling spouses. Uh, hopefully.